everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. We're at Minute 99, in which the basket topples. And I think the guy may be like, I don't even know if it was a man, woman, child. I have no idea. But the person, I think, probably grumbles at Jack, but I wasn't paying enough attention. I don't think so. Um, I have it going through Jack saying, well, I guess it can't be some... We'll finish that up tomorrow. One of my favorite lines of the movie. Uh-huh. Um, you want to talk about Morris cackling like a damn cartoon villain? Well, I said the first thing I have uh, was about the running into someone. The second one I have is symbolic stepping on papers to help the Jacobses. Yes. And you know it's symbolic because the camera focused on it. Just <laughs> such a tight, tight zoom on that foot stepping on. The papers hit the dirt and the foot goes on the paper. In the director's cut, Kenny Ortega was just there at the scene going, huh? Pointing at the papers <laughs> like, huh? Get it? Did you get it? Symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> and then he smoke bombed away. Yeah. He had so many smoke bombs. I, I've heard that about Kenny Ortega. Smokey Ortega. Um, yeah, so my note about Morris is, if Morris wasn't just standing there menacingly while Jack ran up, he could have super hurt David. Yep. But instead... How do you do this visual? How do you do this in an auditory medium? So we're in the alley. Yeah. From David's point of view. Yeah. Looking at Morris, <laughs> who has his right fist cranked back like he's about to throw a punch. And imagine like a Looney Tunes villain wearing brass knuckles, cackling maniacally while about to throw a punch. <laughs> yeah. And give him a stupid mustache. Yeah. Which, it's a Looney Tunes villain. He already has a stupid mustache. Also, give him a hat. He, it, it almost feels like he's like, like he, are they toying with him? I think they're toying with him. And also giving Jack time to run up and grab Morris. But like, yeah, just do it. Because behind Morris, you see Jack come running yeah. up. It's the Austin Powers. Just shoot him. Yeah. Just like, just punch him. Yeah. Don't menace him. Just punch just him. Just punch him right in the face. You fracture his bones. Yeah. That's what they're, that's what they're there for. Yeah. And they're legal. And they're legal. <laughs> but no, instead, Jack comes up, grabs Morris, spins him around, also very cartoonishly. Yep. And Jack throws a good punch. Yep. He throws three. And then another and another. <laughs> and yet he doesn't appear to do any damage to Morris, despite Sarah's very bad punch splitting his lip. Do you think it's possible that Morris accidentally bit his blood capsule too early and they were like, <laughs> well, I guess you're just bleeding for the rest of this scene? Or that's a possibility. I could see that happening. I, mean, I could also see it being like a, like a, uh, but see, why then wouldn't you have, yeah, because I was going to say like, maybe they don't want it to be like so realistically bloody that it's like, he just got punched three times in the face. He's going to be looking real bad. Yeah. But this is a kid's PG movie, so we don't want to show it. But then why would you have the blood happen with Sarah and not with Jack? Right. Yeah. I mean, what I would have done. Yeah is not give him any blood with Sarah because, frankly, she, like, punched him in the cheek. Like, it right. wasn't... She it wasn't... punched his blood capsule? I mean, that's, <laughs> it's possible. But then, you know, you have... Like, Jack hits him, like, square in the nose, so you give him a little bit of a bloody nose. Yeah, exactly. Just enough to indicate that, yes, Jack actually did some damage. Right. Because it looked like it super hurt. Yeah. I mean, that was a good... Those were good punches. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Jack is here to save the day. Yeah. I have Jack helping gives David the strength. Because, like, Jack comes in and punches Morris. And when that happens, David, like, elbows Oscar and, like, gets out of that. and, and, and... Oh, I hadn't noticed that. Yeah. 
Um, so my my question is: Does Jack is is this like a symbolic like the Wonder Twins back at it again? Sort of like now you know. Whereas Jack needs David for words, David needs Jack for like physical. Punching. Yeah, yeah, Fit, yeah. Pun, punching dice. <laughs> um, I said, or is Oscar just distracted? Which actually feels like maybe more of a of the correct thing. Where it's like, there's Jack. I wasn't expecting him. Also. Wasn't he supposed to not do this because he's going to get sent back to the, oh, crap, I'm being get gotten out of? I think it's a combination of those things. I yeah. think there's also that David was willing to keep letting them punch him so that they would leave Sarah alone. Right. And now that Jack is here, it's two on two instead of two on one. And so the Delancey brothers will be occupied with David and Jack and Sarah and Les will be forgotten. Right. Okay. That, that makes sense. Then I have uh, Remember Crutchy? Mm-hmm. And then a, I do, in fact. We soak them for him every episode. Did they headbutt Crutchy? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I think that was just, Jack was like, my hand hurts. It feels like... I'm going to headbutt you instead. If you said remember Crutchy, it's because they it's because they worked... Oh, it's that's what it is. It's when he's hanging from the thing and they, they said they hurt they you. They waked me over a yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. There it is. Yeah. That's why he headbutts them in... Among maybe the top five most badass headbutts I've I've seen in, on film. This is a really good headbutt. Yeah, because like it, he hit with the right part of it. Uh huh. He hit quickly. Yep. Then I think well I had sort of among at the same time as Jack is just getting Sarah up, mm-hmm. and ignoring both Les and David. Yeah, Les at least had not just been punched repeatedly <laughs> in front of him. Right. Um. Well, let, let's go into that a second. Um, he's like, Sarah, he doesn't say this, but like, there's a feeling of, are you okay? And she's like, David. And he's like, oh, right, David. Demonstrative taking care of David. I think he does say, are you all right? Yeah. To Sarah as yeah. he's pulling her up and hugging her. And then after they have this embrace, she's like, oh, shit, my brother's hurt. <laughs> right. We should probably pay attention to him. He's lying on the ground in pain. Jack does this thing. All right. I, I think I, I want to try to tell, tell the story as quickly as possible. I had a roommate that replaced my first roommate freshman year. And whenever we saw someone that we knew, usually one of the girls that we hung out with, we would give them hugs or like my friend Riley's mom, we'd give her hugs and stuff. Mm-hmm. My roommate, my second roommate would run ahead of us so he could be the first one to give hugs Okay. to this woman that he didn't know. Or to these girls that he was new to. Okay. And it felt really like he was showing how into the whole vibe that we were working with he was by, like, doing extra. And it sort of feels like that with Jack where he's like, oh, right, David, got to show Sarah how much I care about David being hurt. He, like, feels his neck or something in a way that's sort of like, I'm checking on you. Yeah. Everyone can see that I'm checking on you. Right. And it feels very dem- demonstrative to me. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Um, I said Morris actually looks okay without a hat. He has kind of like a very slicked, combed over brown hair. It mm-hmm. looks okay. Yeah. I don't remember what was wrong with Oscar's hair, but it didn't, it I didn't it look great. I think it was just really greasy and weird. Yeah. Oscar's hair looks at least, maybe because it's early in the morning, oh, it at maybe. least looks like like moose or, or gel yeah. or whatever. This, I said, uh, we're going to tell Uncle Wheeze. Mm-hmm. Which means that they refer to him as Weasel. As well. Oh yeah, I hadn't. <laughs> I had not uh, thought about that. But yeah, I guess earlier in the movie when they call him Uncle Wiesel, they call him Uncle Wiesel. Yeah. And this time, Uncle Weeze. Yeah. I wonder if that was a slip. I wonder. Well, I mean, it was surely a slip, but I wonder if it was like written into the script slip. Yeah, like I wonder if that was yeah. the actor. Yeah. Just mispronounced. Right. 
because everybody else has been calling him yeah Weasel. like or if it was like written into the script so because we're not going to reestablish that his name is Wiesel at yeah. this late point in the in the movie yeah that's Weasel everyone knows he's Weasel yeah um I, I have one more note and it's a question okay I have one more note that is not a question why don't it's you do yours first less yelling at the Delanceys is adorable agreed it is like, very much Delan- of a like you want you want another piece of me yeah the yeah. Delanceys run off and he's like yeah yeah and stay out yeah exactly <laughs> waving his little wooden sword and it's just it's maybe it's one of my favorite less moments yeah in the movie right before that okay the Delanceys are leaving mm-hmm. someone says uh, run you lousy coward run it sounds like David okay but it it isn't it isn't David. I watched it like two times because it's sort of, I was like, is it, is it Oscar? It's not Jack because Jack is full on, full on screen. He does not say anything. Okay. It's not Sarah, clearly. It's not Les, clearly. So it's either David or one of the Delanceys talking to the other Delancey. It's got to be. It has to be David, but the way it's shot, it's clear that David isn't... It has to be an ADR thing, where they put it in in post because David's face is blocked, but it's not blocked for long enough that it looks like he's said anything. Either way, though, like, Jack is the only person that it makes any sense to be saying that line. Yeah. And in my head, I'm hearing that line in Jack's voice. And it's definitely... It's for sure not Jack, because he's he's the most visible person. Are we sure it's not Jack's voice... Doing an ADR thing? Oh, maybe. It could, I mean, it could be. I mean, because I can't see David, who's just been repeatedly punched in the gut, right. yelling out, run, you lousy coward, run, doesn't sound like David anyway, but it's, like he's not going to be yelling after the guys who just beat him up. That's going to be the same as Les being like, and stay out. The Jacob's voice just don't know when to quit. Yeah, but, but it doesn't make any sense for one Delancey to be yelling to the other one, unless it's Morris yelling to Oscar the same way he told him to, to shut up. up. Right, yeah. I hadn't thought of that when I wrote the note, but when you said that, it yeah. was like maybe there's like a connection contentious thing going on there. It's like weird ad-libbing between those two actors. (laughs) They just hated each other. Apparently. (laughs) If it is supposed to be Jack, it is the most wildly bad ADR I've ever seen in my life. I don't have very much uh, experience with dubbed movies, like dubbed foreign movies. So it's not... But for a movie that is is not subtitled and is in English... For an American audience or whatever, it would be wild because Jack is not moving his mouth. David is temporarily blocked from the camera. Right. So it sort of makes sense to be him, but it kind of doesn't make sense to be anyone. Yeah. And it's wild that it happens. Is it possible it was one of the onlookers? That would be crazy. It kind of makes the most sense though, I guess. It kind of does. It was the milk guy. Yeah, you throw this kid into my my cans and and you just... you you manhandle that girl and you you beat up that guy yeah you run you lousy coward go I, back and fight i figured it out what is it the guy that owns the store that owns the milk cans mm-hmm. was getting a delivery he stepped away for a second and walked back out and saw all his milk cans were all askew right mm-hmm. and the guy that was delivering the milk the dairy the dairy guy that was delivering the milk mm-hmm. um he blamed him and he said run you lousy cowherd run Okay. Cowherd. Yeah, thanks. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'll, yep. I was with you Yeah. up until you said he blamed the dairy guy. I thought you were going to say the dairy guy pointed at 
Oscar and was like, that guy did it. He threw that kid right into those cans. Yeah. As they're running off, you know, as the Delanceys are running off, looking like, oh, no, the store owner guy saw that we caused damage and right. now they're mad. So we're going to run away. Yeah. No, that was just a dumb joke about cowherd and coward. Um, I think it actually it actually kind of relieves me to think about it being just an onlooker. Yeah. But it's wild that you would have someone with a line but not on screen. It's Is it... I mean, it's entirely possible that it was someone who wasn't supposed to have a line and just decided to take their moment in the sun. Kenny Ortega. Just... You know, I've heard that he was really big on both smoke bombs and also just randomly yelling, just randomly yelling coward at people. He hated Sean Greenblatt. That's what everyone says. Spell your name correctly, you coward. Oh, it's not his fault. It's his parents' fault. That's fair. Unless his parents were his, on set. Um, unless it is his fault, because what if there was an S-E-A-N Greenblatt and an mm. S-H-A-W-N Greenblatt already registered in SAG? Yeah. And so he was like, I mean, I guess. I guess that's just how I'm going to spell my name. S-H-O-N. Rather than toss in a middle initial. Yeah. Sean A. Greenblatt. <laughs> SAG. That's funny. That wasn't even intentional. But that's funny. I had a whole... <laughs> Like, my brain was like, what could his middle name be? Arthur. Sean Arthur Greenblatt. But he'd get his SAG card. He would get his SAG card. (laughs) This has gone wildly off the rails. It's always Thursday. It is always Thursday. It's always Thursday. Now, let's be fair, though. This week has been just wild from start to finish. It, It kind of has been, yeah. Tomorrow's the most boring episode of all time. Oh, I hope not. No, it won't be. No. Okay. You're right. Okay. Uh, but that's all I have. That's all I have. Cool. We have a Twitter account. It is at Newsies Minute. Come talk to us. I couldn't believe that superfan Laura took a picture of her with butter on her teeth. Is that what that was? She had, yeah. If you clicked on I it. I thought, I did click on it and I could not for the life of me figure out what was going on with yeah. her. I was like, what is in her mouth? I thought it was a picture of her glasses reflecting the Newsies Minute logo. Yeah. No, it was definitely her with butter on her teeth. Oh, super a fan stick Laura. Of butter on her teeth. Ah. Uh, <laughs> she's not even going to remember having done. Well, no, she will absolutely. No, she, will. <laughs> she will spend the rest of her life remembering the time she swished butter around. I, no, to be fair, I think she was holding a stick of butter and like Probably. touching one tooth with a corner. Probably. Which is still a gigantic commitment to. Uh, you know what? I had, I saw the picture before I had listened to the episode. Yeah. That's why I was like, what a weird coffee mug. <laughs> and when you were like, hello, I was like, she doesn't remember the butter. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I saw Colin said something about the butter and I was like, I don't know what he's talking about, but I absolutely believe that James mentioned swishing butter and I had a visceral reaction to it. We are individually on Twitter. I am at Unabashed James. And I'm at Unabashedly Aaron. We also have a Patreon account. It is patreon.com slash Aaron and James. Y'all know the drill at this point. Yeah. We're almost 100 episodes in. Yeah. Come come join. Be an ambassador. Be an ambassador. Okay. Well, Jack has had his moment in the sun. And so and... has that one guy with that one line. Uh-huh. The real hero. The real hero of Newsies. The lost Jacob's brother. <laughs> Bystander Jacobs. Hey, James, remember Crutchy? I do. Oh, God. Gotta soak him for Crutchy. My head. Well, you shouldn't have put your head there. How did you headbutt me from there? Okay, symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> <laughs> 
little mama, let me whisper in your ear and tell you about the comedy podcast on Natural 20s. Do we really want to limit ourselves to just saying we're only a comedy podcast? You're right. We have a lot to offer, like intellectual conversations. Well, did you guys know Australia once lost a war entirely to emus? Do you think emus frown upside down because they're in Australia? Like they're below the equator? Yeah, duh. Health and fitness. Pasta is great, but you usually have a lot of extras, but have no fear. Thigh warm pasta is here. Plop the bag of leftover pasta on your thighs and eat those puppies like popcorn. We have microwaves. I have thighs. You know what? Actually, we can never decide what we're going to talk about. And that's why we leave the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. So download Unnatural 20s on your favorite podcast app and roll with us every Monday. The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.